This episode of the Invest Your Best podcast with Allie Kay is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition with high quality ingredients and less than three grams of sugar. And what I love about Organifi's superfood blends is that they are so easy. There's no chopping or juicing or any of that. You just mix in a scoop in your water, stir it up, and you go. It's great tasting. And Organifi really prides on keeping costs low. So it's less than $3 a day. I've been starting my morning off with Organifi's green juice. It actually consists of 11 superfoods. So I know that I'm resetting my body. I feel amazing after I drink it because I know I'm getting vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. And it's just a great way to start my morning. So go check out Organifi. And if you are interested in receiving 20% off your purchase, go to www.organifi.com forward slash Allie and get that 20% off. That is www.organifi.com forward slash A-L-I and receive 20% off your purchase. Go check them out. Hey friends, welcome back to season three of the Invest Your Best podcast with Allie Kay. Come along as I casually explore what it takes to live your best life mentally, physically, and spiritually by focusing on the things you can control, your thinking and actions. Come and listen as I have open, real, and honest conversations about what it takes to step into action to live your best life. It's time to invest your best. Hey guys, welcome to the Invest Your Best podcast. I'm your host, Allie Kay. And on today's episode, I have on fitness influencer, entrepreneur, Megan Loda, also known as Fit Little Meg on Instagram. Hello, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat today. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you too. I love your story. Like I resonate with it so much. So for people who really don't know your story and how you got involved with fitness and how it changed your life, give us a little bit of background about you. Yeah. Well, here's my elevator pitch for you guys. (laughs) But I was a former elementary school teacher. So that is actually what I went to college in. I got my master's degree in, in education as well. And when I was 21 years old, I had back surgery. I had two herniated discs. And I, you know, I thought at the time that was one of the worst things that ever could have happened to me. I really spiraled into a very dark depression. I was told that I had the back of a seven-year-old and I was given so many different opiates, painkillers, muscle relaxers, all of that. And, you know, fast forward several months later and I had a She's now my sister-in-law, but my brother's new girlfriend was a health and wellness coach. She had done a bikini competition and she just radiated positivity and confidence. And I remember going on this family beach trip, seeing her walking in this like thong bikini being like, what is her secret? Because I'm over (laughs) here just like struggling with a lot of pain and just feeling in this dark depression 
depression state. And she was really at the start of it all. She put me on my very first health and wellness program. Even with my back, she was like, no, like you can, you can do stuff. You know, this is going to help you. You can strengthen your core and your glutes. And, and that was really the start of it all. I started to fall in love with health and wellness and just how much it was helping me mentally. From there too, I discovered cannabis and how much it could help you with inflammation and pain. And basically fast forward many years, I was able to completely get away of all the pharmaceuticals and rely heavily on CBD as well as just live a very holistic lifestyle where I was prioritizing both my mental and physical health. And that was what really started me wanting to become a health wellness coach myself and start changing other people's lives and just start making more of an impact on, on everyone that I connected with. I love that. I feel like I have so much in common with you, not like the exacts, but like I have my master's in something completely different. (laughs) I went through something very similar, like at 21, I haven't really talked about this, but I had like a complete mental break where I ended up in the hospital. I ended up in a psychiatrist room and I walked out of that door with like clonopin and antidepressant, Mm -hmm. like all these medicines that I thought I was going to be dependent on for the rest of my life. No idea. And then somehow like got out of it through fitness, like doing my research like that. But tell me about that. How did you kind of, I mean, you were giving like muscle relaxers, all the strong addictive Mm -hmm. stuff. How did you kind of get past that? Yeah, well, it was not easy. And I feel like the age 21 in general, is just a hard transition. You are really really transforming. So it's hard to be 21 years old. And on top of that, having so many different opiates, I was also doing epidural injections. I was visiting a pain clinic doing epidural injections. I was also getting cortisol shots. I mean, I was doing everything. And it was like really so hard on my mental health. It put me in a very dark state. Like I remember moments of just wanting to jump off a bridge. And I know that sounds terrible, but it's it's the truth. Like I was really depressed and it just, it didn't happen overnight. That's for sure. But I started surrounding myself with more positive people. I stepped foot in the gym. I kind of faced my fears of let's lift some weights. And slowly but surely I fell in love with it. And I truly feel fitness saved my life. It really did. And it sounds like it saved your life too. So I love, I love hearing that. Yeah, I agree. Like today I move my body for my mental health. Mm -hmm. Like it's kind of past like that physical, I mean, obviously it helps us physically, but it's mostly that mental health that, you know, it helps me with. But so what do you think was the turning point of like working out? Was it that you were building strength that helped your back? But how do you think you got past like the back issues? Yeah. So I think it was a combination of multiple things. I think one of them, definitely me turning to cannabis and using that to help with my inflammation and pain, because now I had this plant that was able to help me basically move away from the pharmaceuticals, which also was really helping my mental health. So it was a combination of all that. But I also think just moving my body more, walking more, I started strengthening my core. And I also started strengthening my glutes. And if you think about it, all those areas are very connected to your back. So the stronger you can get with your core and your glutes, it is going to help protect your back. Yeah, I think what's interesting is like, even with like your back, you know, you're prescribed all this medicine, even with like my mental state, like I'm prescribed all this medicine, but the doctor doesn't really discuss like 
there's alternatives out there. And like a lot of, you know, like we know that obesity is a large um, health issue and heart disease and stuff, which can start with diet too, like what you your body. But it's amazing how with the pharmaceuticals, we're just prescribed all this medicine, but rather than getting to the root cause to help it. Girl, I feel you. <laughs> I can talk about this for hours because it's so true. And even when I was dealing with everything with my back, I mean, we saw multiple doctors to get different opinions when it came to surgery. And I couldn't believe how many different things I was told. You would think being your body that it was a right and wrong answer, that it would be one way or not the other way, but it was just unbelievable to me how many different perspectives from doctors we would get. And just the fact that you said that they never really got through the problem. Fast forward many, many years, it's now been almost 10 years since I had surgery and I found out that my hips are not elevated properly. So one of my hips is higher than the other. And a lot of my issues with my back isn't necessarily my back, it's my hips. My hips get really tight. They're not elevated properly. So I I tend to have really tight hips, which pulls a lot on my lower back. But back when I was 21 years old, that was never something anyone ever looked at. They were only ever looking at my lower back and the pain that I was having in that area. The other thing with pain that I think is really important for us to touch on is that so much of pain is actually in our head. And I know that's not what people want to hear, but when we focus on that pain, we get ourselves in this negative mind state. It only intensifies the pain so much. Yeah, it's like that feedback loop, you know, you have that pain, then you create that anxiety to make it bigger, then you're feeling that pain. It's Mm -hmm. just that never ending cycle. It does. It all with the mind. Yeah, and all the opiates, all the medication, that is only going to make it harder for your mental health and makes it even harder for you to stay in this positive state. And I truly feel like one of the most important things that's got me to where I'm at today is the shift I had in my mindset. I started recognizing that life is short, it is precious, and I need to strive to see the positive. I need to strive to see the good because when we do focus on the good, the good only gets better. So I stopped coming in this place of sorrow for myself and this pity and and decided that, you know what, I'm going to choose to see the good in whatever is thrown my way. And from all of that, it's helped me develop such a stronger, more confident, positive mindset that in return, it's actually really helped with my pain so much. I love that. It's creating your own reality. I love Mm -hmm. it. I want to shift. So you're now working out. Your sister-in-law wrote you a fitness plan. Where was like that beginning steps? Like I know for me, like when I first went to the gym, even to this day, like I get gym anxiety, you know, like I don't know what I'm going to do, where to go. What was like just your beginning starting point for working out? Oh my gosh, I totally had all of that too. Like it was so scary and just lifting weights in general. I had no idea what I was doing. And, you know, it was very scary, but I recognized the power of investing in yourself, investing time and energy into you. And I knew I just had to face my fears. I had to start. I had to be at day one. And for anyone listening that has not started on your healthy wellness journey, remember, we all have that day one, but you have to start that day one to get to where you want to be. 
I love that. Okay, so now you have a huge business. Tell me about what you're currently doing. I know you're a health coach. Tell me about how you kind of turned fitness into your life. And when did you, did you start teaching and then you decided to leave it to start this career? Yeah. So I graduated college, my master's at age 22. I started really getting into health and wellness when I was probably 24 years old. So it was a couple of years after, and I just fell in love with it pretty quickly. I recognized how much better I was feeling and I invested a lot of time and money and energy into learning more about it. And, you know, fast forward a few more years and I decided to get NASM certified and I was just going to do some coaching on the side because I loved it. And I already had people coming to me through social media, just asking questions. So I figured I might as well get cert- certified and then start coaching and, and make a little extra cash because let's be real, teachers don't get paid enough. Yep, they don't get paid what they should get paid. I know, for sure. So that was, I was 25 when I got my NASM certification and started coaching pretty soon after. And I officially created Positively Fit Community, my first business when I was 26 years old. And from there... I actually went to the LA Fit Expo in in Los Angeles, and I just remember having this gut feeling that I needed to go there, that I needed to just move my entire life because I lived in Washington, D.C. at the time. Wow. So for me, and I remember calling my boyfriend one day being like, I'm doing it. I'm moving across the country. Oh, my God. He kind of looked at me like, what? Why would you do that? You're building, you know, your connections here in the DC area. Why would you go out to LA? It's so saturated out there. And I told him that I didn't see it as saturated. I saw it more as people and opportunities that I could learn from and I could connect with and I could grow. And I just knew deep down that that's what I wanted, you know, and that I would, I would really evolve a lot by doing so. So pretty soon after we made the move together, he called me up weeks later being like, I think I'm going to go with you. (laughs) So he moved out with me, which was amazing. And when I first went out there in the summer, I did start applying for some teaching positions because I got cold feet and was really nervous. I was barely making any money. I was completely draining my bank account, being like, how am I going to make this work? And I remember applying to a few jobs and then realizing that's not what I truly wanted. And I knew it wasn't fair to my students too. Like I wasn't fully invested into them. You know, my heart was somewhere else. I was constantly thinking about my clients and coaching and how to serve them. And that's not fair to the students. You know, they deserved a teacher that was going to give them their all. So that's what made me really make that push to be like, you know what, I'm going to just take this leap. I'm going to go all in on my business and I'm going to help as many people as I can help. And yeah, fast forward another year is when my boyfriend and I decided to come together and start Turk Nutrition, our CBD company, just because we knew how much cannabis had helped me. We got to experience that firsthand and it was becoming more of that hot topic people are talking about. And of course, with any supplements, there's not a lot of regulations. And so we did see a lot of companies that weren't necessarily putting out the quality that we wanted to take. So we wanted to build a company that was really focused on quality, on education. That's huge to us because a lot of people don't even know anything about the endocannabinoid system and how it actually works in your body. 
Yeah. And for people that don't know, can you break it down? Like what exactly is CBD, you know, and how it does activate that system? Yeah. So CBD comes from the hemp plant, which is very similar to marijuana, which I think a lot more people are familiar with THC that does give you, get you high or the psychological effect. And CBD itself is not going to do that. Um, but CBD, how it works, our bodies actually have endocannabinoid systems, which is kind of fascinating, fascinating because most doctors don't even know what that is because it's not something that we are taught about, but you can Google it. Every single one of us, including animals, most mammals do have endocannabinoid systems and basically we have receptors all over our bodies. So when we take that CBD, it bonds to our receptors, bringing our body back to homeostasis which is another reason to having receptors all over. That's why CBD does work for a lot of different reasons. It can work for pain, for inflammation, for anxiety, for stress, for sleep, basically anything that's going to help balance, balance you back out. Yeah. I think it's so interesting. So does your company sell like different variations of the CBD? Like I know I've tried the gummies, there's drops. Yes. Yeah, there's so many different ways to take CBD. So we do have a lot of different variations. We really focus on a rec- on recovery. So like some of our top selling pro- products are our fruit snacks, for sure. Everyone loves them because they taste great. <laughs> um, we have a muscle relief roll-on, which is definitely a game changer for me or anyone that's dealing with lower back pain or even like period cramps. It's kind of similar to BioFreeze. It's really strong. It has menthol and you just roll it on on that target area that's bothering you. And it, it's going to definitely give you that instant relief and cooling. So we love that. But in our nightly drops are another big, big hit because a lot of people suffer with sleep. And so this is going to help your body relax, get into that deep sleep faster, stay into it longer. It's not going to give you that high effect that THC is going to give you. It's just going to help relax. It's kind of similar to Tylenol. Like you're going to take it, but you don't necessarily feel it, but it's a plant. So it's more natural than something like Tylenol. Yeah. I'm so for the natural remedies and I'm a big fan of CBD. I love CBD. So here you are, you've moved across the country with your boyfriend. You're starting a business. I know I started a business and I did not sleep for the first year. I'm on like year three of my staging business. And I still am like, what the heck did I get myself into? Like, it's the (laughs) scariest, it's most rewarding, but it's, I mean, there's so many ups and downs. Did you go through or even to this day, like that period where you're like, okay, that's it. I just want to quit. Like it's not even worth it. And how did you push through that time? Oh my goodness. Yes. I think we've all been through that. <laughs> Definitely been through some ups and downs. I think the biggest one for me was when we did move out to California and I was getting cold feet, but I decided to go for it and I wasn't necessarily making a lot of money, completely draining my bank account. LA is not cheap to live, live, let's be real. Um, and you know, just getting really low in the numbers with the bank, that was a really scary time for me, but Ultimately, I kept reminding myself, what is the worst that could happen? I become completely broke and it doesn't work out. I knew and I'm very blessed that I had family that would support me. So I kept reminding myself, worst case, I move back home. I move back in with my parents. They're not going to say no to me. They're not going to let me live on the streets, which very grateful. But I kept reminding myself that and that's one thing that really got me to keep pushing to move forward because I knew at the end of the day, 
I wasn't going to be happy unless I tried. And I, I didn't want to have regret. I mean, he wants to be 90 years old with this big regret of what if I had taken the leap? What if I had invested myself? What if I had taken the chance, you know? So I did. I was like, yeah. I'm going to get for it. I'm going to take that chance. And it definitely paid off. <laughs> I think like the one thing that I'm definitely getting from you is you have such a great mindset. Like even the way you looked at moving to to LA where it's not saturated, it's more of like opportunity and you just having that optimism. I think that's what makes you successful. And, and it's like we've been saying, it starts with your mindset and you have that very positive, optimistic mindset that's obviously gotten you very far. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG, and we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Absolutely. And you know, what's gotten me to have this mindset is that I've had the opposite. So I know what it's like to be negative and to be angry and to just see everything in this bad perspective, you know, and um, I was actually writing in my journal yesterday that I am so grateful to be where I'm at today because I can really look at the hardships, the, the hard times and the struggles and be grateful for them because not only have they gotten me here, but they also make the success a thousand times more rewarding. If it was easy, it wouldn't be as incredible as it is. You know what I mean? I agree. I keep saying like my happiness is defined through the process, like the process of working towards something. Like I feel more rewarded when I'm working towards something as compared to like when I actually get there, like the process. And like, I keep having to remind myself that it is like the hard times that shape who we are. Like if we don't have those hard times, we wouldn't be where we are. So if you're listening and you're going through a hard time, there's a reason it's like shaping you and molding you. So that's important. I like that you brought that up. I love that. I truly always feel there's a lesson. You got to look for that lesson. And it also just makes the good times that much better. And it's made me be more grateful for when I'm in this amazing positive state and things are going so well. I really have that gratitude because I know what it's like to not feel like that. Yeah. And I think that's that whole perspective of really seeing it from a, you know, a way of like the universe working for you, not uh, against Mm -hmm. you. So I love that. I'm like on this like hot topic of motivation. I love asking people how they stay motivated, even to like where you are today. Like what motivates you to get up and go work out? You know, what keeps you motivated? I don't know if it's that I turned 30 this year and maybe I'm having a little midlife crisis. <laughs> I feel you on that. I'm 32. So I feel you. <laughs> but one thing that's really got me to stay motivated this year, especially is I'm realizing how fast life flies by and that we're, we're getting older. And you know, I, before I know it, I am going to be 80. I am going to be 90. And I 
I know that when I'm that age, I want to be so grateful and happy and know that I truly lived my life to the fullest. And if you think about it, when you're 80 or 90 years old, I guarantee you're not thinking about the hardships and the moments that you were sad and frustrated and irritated and doubting yourself. You are going to be celebrating the good times and the times that you truly lived and you took the risk and you went for it. And so that is something that's really been on my heart that I like to remind myself to keep me very motivated. Yeah, I love that. It's funny that you actually brought that up. I feel like we're on the same brain wave of like <laughs> what we're talking about. But like, I just read something that the number one regret of people on their deathbed is that they didn't live life the way they wanted to. Like they lived life according to what they thought they were supposed to because this person was going to judge them and stuff. And I think that's so, I think that's definitely the thing about turning 30. You know, it's kind of like that powerful age where it's like, I'm done pleasing other people or not taking risks because I'm scared of what other people are going to think of me or what, you know, it's really coming into your own and living life authentically as to who you are. Yes, I love that. I legit filmed this reel when I turned 30 being like, you want to know the best thing about being 30? And it's like, you just don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> oh, true. That's where I real. I feel like that's where I am in my life. Like I mm-hmm. really I don't care. I don't care anymore. Because at the end of the day, you are the only person that is going to be with you no matter what. And that is something you guys have to remind yourself. You need to be your best friend. You need to invest in yourself. You need to invest spending time with yourself, connecting with yourself on a deeper level and challenging your mindset to have more of that positive perspective. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I feel you when it's like when I'm older, I don't want to look back and have regrets. You know, I want to focus on how I lived and, you know, what I accomplished and the risk. So it's like, forget about what Karen's going to think about you or anything like live life the way you want to. As long as you're not hurting anyone, you know, go do what you want to truly do. Absolutely. I think that's so important. And one thing I do, and I'm sure just connecting with you, you probably do the same, but I'm a really big believer in journaling. I love to write out and essentially manifest what I want to happen and just sit there and even spend time visualizing in my head, my dreams actually coming to life. And doing that does keep me more motivated. And it it keeps me wanting to take action that much more. I agree. That's something that I do in the beginning. Tell me what your journaling looks like in the beginning. And we'll kind of like exchange like what your manifestation and journaling like, do you just write down your gratitude list? Like, tell me how your whole routine goes. Yeah, so I do this in the morning. It's my morning routine. It's kind of a non negotiable I've created. That's really honestly helped me so much with business. Having those boundaries is so important. So this is something I do for myself. I always pull my journal out and I love to just constantly write my goals, but as if they have happened. I am a millionaire. I am successful. I am in love with my best friend. I'm traveling. Like I write out all the things that I know are going to happen. And I say that because I truly do know they're going to happen because manifesting starts with you believing. And if you don't believe, it's going to be so hard for it to happen. So you've got to believe in yourself. You have to believe in your dreams. And that is a huge part of manifesting. So I love to write all that stuff out as well as I do have a journal that's all for gratitude and writing 
sending out things I'm grateful for. And sometimes it's just my dogs or my boyfriend. And sometimes it's diving deeper into things like yesterday, I was actually writing how I'm very grateful for the struggles and the hard times because it's got me to be more appreciative and to make everything just seem so much more, so much better, the success, you know? So Sometimes I do dive a little bit deeper. Sometimes the gratitude list is a little surface level, I would say. But that's okay, you know? I like that. I mean, that's the same with me. And I've I've been talking about recently on the podcast how I'm kind of in a funk because it's summer. I have kids. They're out of school. So I've lost that morning routine, which you're talking Mm -hmm. about, and that journaling. And I think especially as business owners, especially if you're working for yourself, it's so easy to not be disciplined because you're your own boss. So I think like setting your intentions, like making those goals mm-hmm. for you know, first thing in the morning makes it clear what are you working towards for that day. And even with like healthy living, like if you're setting your intentions to be healthy that day, you know, it's going to be a little easier not to grab French fries because you know specifically what you're working for yeah. and you know certain actions are going to bring you closer to that goal that you set it for, you know, versus doing other things that will take bring you further apart of your goal. So I love it's the same with me. Absolutely. I'm huge with the to do to do list too. I try to challenge myself to say I get to today I get to drink my water today I get to work out. But I'm a huge planner in that sense. I like to write everything down. It really helps with my decrease my anxiety of just getting all my thoughts down on paper. And I think there's so much power into that. And I definitely encourage all clients, whether my business clients, fitness clients to get a journal. And that's just one way for you to invest some time into yourself and connect with yourself on that deeper level. Yeah, exactly. Give your invest in yourself so you can give your best to other people. So I love it. I am mm-hmm. so agree, like same wavelength as you. Tell us where we can find your coaching, your CBD, your Instagram. Where can we find you? Yeah, so Instagram is Fit Little Meg. And if you go to Fit Little Meg, you'll see it says three time business owner and it has all three of my businesses, Positively Fit Community, Turf Nutrition, Coaching with Confidence. So you can kind of get all that information there. But yeah, I think just heading to my Instagram will be best for you guys to connect. And um, yeah, I'm so happy we got to have this conversation. We definitely are on the same page. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for coming on. It's been fun. And this has been another episode of the Invest Your Best with Allie Kay. And I will catch you next week. 